Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, brought to you by the Small Business Community Network in association with Northern River Financial. We're proudly supported by TELUS. The future is friendly. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org. It's Linda Ockwell-Jenner here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. In today's episode, I'd like to share a conversation we recorded for our Small Biz Perspectives video series. Hi, Steve. How are you? I... We spend too much time together, you know that? We, we do. We've had a lot of fun the last couple of weeks. My husband's <laughs> getting a bit jealous. <laughs> Well, that's between you and him. I know, don't tell anybody. It's our secret. So, guess what? Our show is so popular. What? Our show is so popular, even though we had a hiatus, so I could travel again. Um, we're getting lots of emails about how wonderful we are. And one of the topics they wanted us to cover, which I know we covered a few years ago, was to do with building strong foundations for your business, mm-hmm. particularly when it's a new business. And I know you're very into this topic, aren't you, Steve? Yes, I, we we talk a lot about it. I think building a business or trying to do it right from the beginning, it really takes a lot of steps that we probably will go through in just the next little while. But it's good to start fresh from the beginning and think about building it right from the beginning instead of trying to do something haphazardly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's all about helping people become aware, offering them our tips and ideas. There's a lot of education out there, and you know, there's a lot of free resources. And I guess the businesses that don't listen, we don't care about them. They, they're not going to be successful, Steve. They're going to go down the drain. <laughs> well, everybody should be listening, you know. There's always information and things you can learn, even us. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess you know my story. Everybody knows my story. I had to literally trot up and down the streets on my feet because I didn't have a car, I didn't have a cell phone, and I would talk everybody to death and find out how they started their business and if they would give me some tips, because 20 years ago, 18 years ago, I didn't know what a mentor was. And it's so much easier today, Steve, because you're a mentor, I'm a mentor, and there's the social media resources. So if you are going to start a business, why look at some? Why not look at somebody like you, Steve? And I say to people, check out how Steve started his business. What was one of the first things you did, Steve, when you started your business? Did you immediately begin to sell or...? Well, you know what? They always say if you don't sell, you don't make money, you don't survive. Well, you know what? You need to sort of balance that a little bit because you can go totally in the wrong direction and try and sell something you're not really totally knowledgeable about and actually not get anywhere and actually lose credibility with people. So I think you really got to really start from a narrowing perspective to say, okay, doesn't matter if it's a service, doesn't matter if it's product, start simple. You know, I had this discussion with some students the other week in a mentoring session, and one of them had taken a website and just had so much product all over it. And there was areas that were missing. And I said, well, you just probably have carved off too much. Yeah. Start simple and build from there. And that's what you did, I guess, because obviously it's paid off for you after being in. How long have you been in business again, Steve? Well, since 2002 on my own. But, I mean, I was in corporate business before that, so I had some of the building blocks and the basics in order to do that. But don't fool yourself. Anybody coming out of any point 
starting your own business is a complete different venture than what maybe you've been experiencing in the past, right? So I went through a change in our our our, our structure a couple of years ago, but that really was built on 10 years of being in the business we're in. Started small and continued to build. But I always really looked and talked to people who were senior, who were successful, to try and find some good tips that would work for me. Yeah. Why reinvent the wheel, right? There's a lot of people yeah. who started and gone down that road. Yeah, one of our favorite sayings. So I think what I don't get are the people who are impatient to start to sell but have no credibility, no background in sales, no background in corporate, nothing, no connections. And I haven't got the figures in front of me, Steve. It grows every day, but there were thousands of small businesses just in in the area where we live. So today we have more choice which small business to work with, to to, to buy from, uh, to become clients of. So why choose you? One of the first tips I give people is um, if, you, if you're going to have a website, fine, have a website, but don't depend on the website to sell for you and be your one marketing tool. Um, also, your business card, everything to do with marketing should fit with your brand. It should be consistent. Um, and then instead of starting to sell immediately, what I like people to do is build some of their brand. Is that too much to ask? Build some brand at least? Sort of to take what you just said and summarize it down to one word is brand, Thank right? You. Don't go starting off in a lot of different directions and not having a consistency to your message. Your message is so important, right? You need to know inside and out what it is you want to do and how you're going to do it. And so many people are, well, let's have a website. Let's go print some marketing material. Well, why? What are you going to use it for? How are you going to use it? I mean, you can put a website up, but nobody knows it's there, right? So it's nice to have one. It's, it's nice to have one because well, no, it's important to have one. But you know, you have to have a reason for it. You have to know how you want to structure it, and you can't do it all at once. You can't build this huge, large website. You got to start with small segments, as I was saying earlier. So and it will really change over strategy. time. It will change over Absolutely. time, obviously. Absolutely. So um, one of the things I recommend, probably like you. You just said don't spend lots of money on marketing materials. If you are impatient and you decide to have some marketing materials, let's say it's a postcard size uh, similar to your business card and you're going to give it out to, say, 100 people, one of the tips um, I offer to people is put um, a coupon code on there. Put a special offer coupon code so that you know that if people want to take your special offer or uh, want to follow up with you, they type in the coupon code and then you know where you gave out those particular marketing mm-hmm. materials. Because if mm-hmm. you give out 500, say, business cards and you never know where they're going and people are not following up with you or you're not measuring the success of that, you're wasting your money. It goes back again, Steve, to why not build a bit of brand first? Why not build connections? And why not find out what other people are doing, such as yourself and me? I like that idea about the code. Um, the thing a lot of people do in social media is they go out there and they put a lot of information out there, but they really have no way of knowing if people are interacting with it, they're not measuring it, they're not trying to get some feedback. I mean, the coupon code as an example or a place to leave an email address or whatever allows yeah, people yeah. to connect with you, and then you've got a record of who's connected with you. The other part about that code, though, is that can be shared from you to a person to some other people. And so that, that is sort of an organic kind of building of, of your, your clientele because point. there's an attraction there. Why would I want to do it? Well, here's an example of, of something I can get by doing business with you. That's a really, so I think really it's, good it's point. important to measure. 
yeah. Um, the SBCN, we often have people recommend that, you know, guests come along and see us or phone us up. Many a time, though, if I have a phone call or an email, I will ask the question, how did you hear about us? And people's memories are short, so they go, I can't remember Fred said or I saw an advert somewhere, but people can't be trusted to remember, you know, how they found you. So let's make their life easier. What would be another really big element of a brand that you think people should start to build early on, Steve? Consistency. (laughs) How do you show that in your brand, though? How would you... You you need to have a really deep thought in terms of what your brand is, what your value statements are, what your mission statement is. Whatever that core element of that brand should speak to exactly who you are and what it is you stand for. I mean, that strong belief in your own business is missing with some people. They just sort of create something and they really don't have a lot of value that's put into actually how they came up with that. Right. So I think for people branding and, you know, here's the thing. Not everybody knows. Not everybody knows how to do that, right? Yeah. So, so how do I get some help with that? Go out and talk to people. Yep. Do some research. But there's people that can help you with that. You can, you don't just have to do it all on your own. So if you're not in a position to help create a brand, well, then go work with somebody who can help you do that. Yeah, and don't spend a lot of money in those early months because you probably haven't got a lot mm-hmm. to spend. What I suggest is choose your favorite brand. Look at what you like about it, what you don't like about it. You're not going to copy it. You're just going to take elements like tr- trust. Um, friendliness, um, integrity, and experience. There's all different elements to everybody's brand. And over time, people will tell you what they like about you, and you can add that to your brand and become more recognized. Um, What would be the other thing you think people rush and do instead of building the foundations for their business? What do people rush to the goalpost and, and miss out doing? There's so many things, really. They don't have a strategy in some of the approaches they take. I mean, I see people in our industry run out and do trade shows, right? Well, you know what? There are certain shows that are good for you, but have you really done the research to see if that's an actual good venue for you, right? I always give the example of a financial planner or advisor who goes to a home show. Nobody wants to talk about their finances there, right? Why they not? Learn about building stuff, <laughs> Is right? that because we all want it's to spend our money? <laughs> it's such a private conversation. I know you're being uh, silly a little bit there, but the point is very simple is that People don't know, and it's sort of the same thing you just brought up is why not? You know, don't be afraid of trying things, but make sure you've done a little bit of research to see that there's even a potential of, you know, engaging with the right kind of audience. So it's important to really look and research those different venues you're going to try, but try a lot of different ones. Devil's advocate, some people like myself go to a trade show not to sell, but to connect with other small businesses or large businesses. So maybe... A financial planner could do that as long as they weren't going with the idea to sell oh, yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I know you've done that and I've done that many times, right? I mean, yeah. regional trade shows, for example, it's a lot better to go learn about businesses too. You yeah. can find out who's in your competitive yeah. space. You can learn about people that might be able to help you. Just even creating that introduction and that potential relationship with somebody just by attending a show. But I guess if you do um, if you do sign up and pay money to, to have a, a booth at a trade show, like you said, ask all the questions. Who's the audience going to be? Why should I be there? What are you going to do to help me? Um, as you know, we, we're hosting not a trade show. We're a showcase event, oh, yeah. Saturday coming yeah. up. Uh, we yeah. don't call it a trade show. For the one reason, we think that's very overused. But we're more interested in the businesses who are exhibiting 
connecting with each other. Members of the public mm -hmm. will be coming along, but what we do, we help our exhibitors and give them ideas what to do. And a lot of them have said, you know, we're not expecting A, B and C. We may have never done this before, but it's a really good brand experience. It's about showcasing our brand. So some people do know what to do, others don't know what to do. Um, the thing that I get a bit frustrated with is when somebody knows they have a mentor and they're building the foundations for the business and they're given homework and they don't do the homework because we can't do it for them and we can offer them the tools but we cannot make their business successful. And a lot of those businesses don't have a business at the end of the year. They just decide to go and work in an office environment or you know, a store, which is great. But, I mean, it's not really a good idea to start something and not finish it, I don't think. I think part of building that building block is looking at your own situation and then saying, if I'm going to go into my own business, well, what is it going to change? How is that going to affect my family? Yeah. How is that going to affect my finances? And a lot of people, the other part of it is make sure you've got the drive and ambition to be able to do it, believing in yourself, believing in your product. But if you go out there and just think, well, I can sell something, but you don't have that passion. I've said this many times before. You're not going to be successful because yeah. you have to believe in yourself and you have to be able to drive yourself. But you also have to realize if, for example, you're in a corporate job and you're losing that, that you know, salary and having to replace it by money you have to go out and sell in order to generate, that's not an easy thing to do. and can be very, very defeating right up when you're not as successful as you think you're going to be right out of the yeah. gate. My advice there would be if you've already got a really good job and you're starting a brand new business, you stay, stay with the corporate job, stay with that really good salary and build your business in between. Is it going to be easy? No. Um, does it mean you're probably going to be working longer hours? Yes, but you've used the word passionate. So building foundations then, Steve, consists of obviously um, building the brand and making sure it's consistent and a website won't do everything for you, neither will a business card. It's the message verbally and online that you share with everybody. Um, building a trusted network where um, you, you, the relationship is really good and having the expectation that, yeah, if you phone somebody up, they'll give you some advice, but knowing that the network you build is not necessarily going to be your referral-based network. They could end up being yeah. sponsors. They could be, what else can they be? A partner, an alliance, a mentor. A lot of people think networking is all about gaining a sale. So those are you know strong foundations to build. Um, so imagine, oh, business plan. So sometimes <laughs> we do. That's my favorite yeah. subject. <laughs> so as you know, I've never had a business plan in my life, but I'm lucky I wouldn't. So you shouldn't have a business plan, but I would say set goals. That's a big part of the foundation, Steve, business plan and setting goals. Would you agree? We do that with clients. We do that with business clients. We do that in mentoring every day because how do you know what you're building if you haven't set the goals as to what you want to build, right? You have to know what's achievable, what's going to take a short term, what's going to take medium long term, but you got to really identify how and what goals you want to establish. And, and if you don't, there's no way to measure your success, really, yeah, unless yeah. you really come out of the gate and everybody wants whatever you're selling, right, which could be a flash in the pan too. So it's important yes. to have that basic underpinning of a plan, right? And it doesn't have to be big. It's and start small. And, again, there's plenty of, of, of information out there if you do a little bit of research or talking to people. But you go back and talking about networking, that's a key point, right, is you're not only – 
going out, trying to generate leads, trying to generate sales. You're trying to create relationships. You're trying to complete, you know, find a support structure, maybe meet people who can help you in the building of your business or give you some ideas as to maybe how you can find some yeah. solutions to some of the problems you're having. Yeah. It's more than just selling. It's developing that underpinning for your entire business. It is. And whilst you're out and about sharing your message and sharing your brand, people are watching you and uh, making assumptions about you, perceiving you to be one thing when maybe you want them to perceive you're another thing. And I think this is one of the most difficult things with social media when people are building a brand that they don't realize we may see a different you on social media than we meet face-to-face. Mm-hmm. So, again, be consistent online and face-to-face. You're the same person. Why would you change? Why would you be different? I actually just wrote a blog post on that uh, just a couple of days ago and just a thought of personality, who you see yourself as, whether it's your business face, your personal face, may not be the way you're coming across, yeah. right? There may be some things you think are great, but some people don't really understand or don't, you know, are, are, are in agreement with. So yeah. it's important to ask for feedback, right? And, and talk to people and say, do you see what I'm trying to say? Do you see me, you know, my personality my you know, brand is as how I'd like to see it. And it's good to get that feedback. So you should always be asking for feedback. So research is very important in the beginning mm-hmm. and all the way along, isn't it? And we continue to build foundations, Steve. I don't believe that even though I've been in business 18 years, I stopped building foundations. It's like building a house. I'm going higher and higher, you know. I'm going to have a mansion mm. soon in, in my <laughs> foundations. You've already got the mansion. <laughs> well, we're, you know, we're the, in part of the families in the building side, but it, you're right. It's, yeah. it's the same thing of building a house, right? When you, If you go to build your own house or if you're working with a builder to build a house, you start with a plan. Yeah. First of all, you start with deciding what you want to do and then have the work up and then have the plan presented to you. But there is a plan, and that plan then goes in terms of establishing each of the segments of that building process. It's no different in business, right? That's a really, really I mean, good way get, to do it, yeah. And, and you get things from people, and take care of some of the other things, right? You know, you talk about accounting, you're talking about cash flow <laughs> and those kind of things. You really got to have an understanding of that right front because cash flow can be a killer for a small business, as yeah. you know. It's one of the common things that cause people to not be in business, right, is, is not being able to control their cash flow. So that's just an example of many things that should it's be looked really at as good soon example. as you can. Yeah, it's a really good example. I've known people who said to me, I haven't got a cash flow problem. I've got a really good, you know, bank balance. That will get me through the first year in business. And it doesn't, Steve, if they're not building these strong foundations and, and doing at least some of the things you and I suggest. It's as if, like, well, we've been there and done it, so we know it works. And then you talked earlier about a flash in the pan and a high yeah. rise to the top and then straight down yeah. to the bottom. That happens, sink, yeah. doesn't it? And then you sink because it does. they've got no firm foundations to back onto because – I got I got um, some customers in my early days of motivational steps. Um, I got some speaking gigs, and then all of a sudden they slowed down. And then, ha ha! What have I not done to make sure I've got a strong foundation? So it's so easy to think you've risen to the top, and then you fall down with a bump, don't you? Well, it also depends on the product and service you're into. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's very you know a time oriented one. I mean, I think of the pet rock, right? I mean, it, it was exploded in sales. If you've ever heard of it, it was a long time ago, but. And then all of a sudden it disappeared, right? So pet people rock. are doing that kind of thing. Understand a pet rock. I'll explain it to you. Okay. <laughs> Google it, pet rock. It's, 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 it's just an example of, of something that's a very trendy kind of product or something that's okay. really excitable and then people really gravitate to it, but it burns out pretty quickly, okay. right? You come back to cash flow. Yeah. And, you know, people at the beginning can say, well, I got a great cash flow. But 
what's your burn rate? You know, there's an example of some a term maybe a lot of people aren't familiar with, but how quickly are you going to go through that cash, right? As much as you go through it, how are you going to replenish it, right? And how point. do you know you're not wasting money? So the cash flow is more than just the number in the bank account. You sound like one of those dragons now, Steve. Do you want me to do a pitch? <laughs> dragon or dragon den? <laughs> Dragon's den. I'm mean, not really a dragon. I, I, I hope I'm not coming across <laughs> as a dragon. <laughs> um, well, I think you and I have done a good job because we've built foundations. I've learned a lot from you. You've been in business longer than me. So I think the party message for our listeners and our viewers is basically start planning to build your foundations for your business, research, ask for help. Anything else we want to leave them with? Oh, I think it's just important that if this is what you want to do, you need to make sure you know how you're going to do it and, and that's what effect it's going to have on your life, right? So don't just launch out there. Make sure you put some good thought into it in terms of how you're going to develop it, go into business, and then make sure you're very careful on how you proceed because, like I said, some of the things we just said, it's so quick for something to really change your life and it could be negative it could be positive so really make sure you're prepared as much as you can be right at the start yeah it's a really good topic we could go on forever and it was one of the topics people wanted us to explore again so thank you again steve for your words of wisdom i love listening to you and reading your blogs and um i'll continue building my mansion <laughs> my, my business mansion i love backyard i mean <laughs> i built a pond in, i built a pond with there. dave we, yeah. we have a beautiful pond so i guess we could swim away you know if if we haven't got enough foundations so we'll be back with another um sbcn small biz perspective podcast video uh next week steve so it was lovely chatting with you all right linda thanks for your time mm-hmm.